What's up, everybody? My name is Brady Morgan, and I am the host of the Budget Trek Podcast. Before we get into the show, I want to talk about our sponsor. SocialX is a community of entrepreneurs working together to make a positive impact on the world, scale their businesses, make more money, and build their networks with like-minded individuals. They have weekly mastermind calls featuring top business leaders, online courses, and amazing entrepreneur events all over the country, which teach entrepreneurs how to go from zero to six figures. If you're interested in learning more about SocialX, go to socialxevents.com and tell them you came from the Budget Trek podcast. Now, on to the show. Today, we have Justin Saunders. He is the founder of New Age Media. He's been featured on BuzzFeed and Disrupt Digital, and today, he is here to deliver a ton of value. Justin, what's up, man? What's up, Brady? How you doing, man? Doing great, my man. Can't complain. So, for those of you new to my show, I say this every single show, but for those of you new, this show is about financial freedom and the journey to get there. I'm on my own journey, $50,000 in debt. Me and my wife are going through a very calculated plan to get out of that debt. And I hope to educate you guys through this journey, but I also want to educate through interviews with people like Justin. Justin is a, a very well-known entrepreneur. He's constantly striving to be, be the best version of himself. And we're going to get into his story and how that relates to my podcast. But before we get into that, Justin, what is the dumbest purchase you have ever made? <laughs> wow, man. Um, probably quite a bit that go in that category. I'd say there was a solid point where me and uh, my friends, we, we, we travel quite a bit. And there was a solid like two month period where I'd say, I th think, you know, I think we missed eight flights total. So I would say that's probably my dumbest purchases was like buying those flights and missing them because it got to the point where we would just book one way tickets because whenever we would book a round trip, we'd end up just loving the city so much or finding something better to do and then just skipping the flight. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, I, uh, I interviewed your friend Robbie and I don't know if you listened to that episode, but he had an answer along the same lines. He said he got drunk, really drunk the night before and was really hungover and missed a private jet. <laughs> and it cost him like thousands of dollars. And he's like, that's why I only drink every two to three months. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Me and uh, Jeff, my other roommate, we were actually in Chicago at that time. And Ravi wanted to come visit us. So we um, were like, yo, dude, hop on this jet. He's like, all right, all right, I'll be there. And uh, something happened. I don't know what it was. But yeah, he ended up uh, missing the jet and had to throw a couple thousand dollars out. Or something. <laughs> that is ridiculous, man. But uh, But yeah, let's go ahead and jump into this. So you know, Justin, you're the successful entrepreneur and we can see that on social media, but we know that you didn't start with this level of success. Nobody does. We know starting a business is not easy. We know there's a lot of failures. There's a lot of roadblocks. And I want to know how did the management of your own personal finances play a role in getting you to where you are today? That's a great question, man. And I think it all comes down to just stacking up cash. And I actually just had a call with one of my students um, a couple hours before this talking about kind of something similar was, you know, he was getting started in this space. And he was talking about, you know, building a successful business, what it is that you need. And it all comes down to, you know, you have to have the right sales in place in order to get um, to have the right sales in place, you start building up revenue. And I think that's the place where a lot of people go wrong is, they try doing all these things that these top level successful marketers and agency owners are doing or whatever it is that you are in business that they're doing, but they don't realize that the best way to do this without like, you know, messing up, going into debt, doing all these things is just starting slow, like enjoying the process. It's, it's never easy. It's never just straightforward. Like you're just going to get amazing results. 
but like really building that solid foundation, building that money to invest into your business and then kind of skyrocketing from there. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's interesting you say that because I think that entrepreneurs, a lot of the times nowadays, they overextend themselves. I was listening to a podcast this morning and it's kind of along the same lines of what you said. They want to start everything. They want to start digital marketing. They want to start drop shipping. They want to start an FBA business and they're investing in all these things so much and they're running out of money because they want to scale so fast, but they don't have the knowledge to do so. And just like what you said, you just got to store up cash and you got to know that it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Yeah, man. I think that's another great point to um, point out is I don't know how much you or your viewers know about my story, but when I first got started, man, I went, I went straight entrepreneur road, like right after I graduated college and it wasn't easy for me because, you know, I never had really like a mentor or anyone to tell me to stay on a straight path. So it's actually kind of funny looking back on it because when I first started, I got into the Shopify dropshipping, which, you know, um, shiny object syndrome, like crazy right there, become right. a millionaire overnight, which naturally never happened. It's not that, that easy. <laughs> and then right after that, I was like, okay, well, screw this. This isn't working. I'm going to try Forex. So I started doing Forex and safe to say, like I had weeks where I hardly had any sleep. It was terrible. You know, investing all my money into Forex and Shopify, thinking again, I'm going to become rich overnight. Didn't happen. And then I got into real estate, same concept, thinking I was going to be rich overnight. Didn't happen. And then eventually I kind of just, you know, I was always had sales in my background and it was always SMA that I kind of dabble with back and forth. That would always, you know, generate me cash flow. So eventually um, I got into this one mentorship program where the guy just told me, he's like, dude, you got to stop with all this stuff and just stay focused on one thing, build revenue in that, and then start expanding after that. And that was like life-changing advice for me. Yeah, that, that's interesting too, because I think too many people our age, I mean, in the 20 to 25 to 30 range, they just want to do everything. They see it on social media, someone else is successful with it. So they think, oh, why can't I not do that? But it's like, you got to understand, it's not that easy. There's a lot that goes into this. And you got to realize that this is a marathon, it's not a sprint. And I want to dive into what you just said too. When you're trying all these different things right after college, and you're failing and you're not getting any sleep and you're probably wondering like, why am I doing this? Talk to me about the worst financial situation you were in, in these points of life. What did you do to get out of that? Yeah, great question, man. So the probably worst financial point in my life was right when I graduated college. So backtrack a little bit. When I was in college, all I kind of did in college was just party. You know, I was in a fraternity, I was social chair. So I loved the social gathering. And as soon as I graduated, I went 100% into entrepreneurhood because I was actually at the time in college um, working for a bigger social media marketing agency on the sales side. And I, you know, I learned how to um, close deals because I had a great mentor at the time. And after I graduated, that's kind of when the whole shiny object syndrome took place. So I had you know a couple thousand dollars in my name and that kind of survived me for a couple months why I kind of bounced around from thing to thing to thing. And you know, um, I would put it into Shopify or Forex or real estate, like trying to figure out what it was that really worked for me. But it got down to the point where I had like $40 left to my name. I had a girlfriend that I wasn't happy with. You know, I had friends that I wasn't really friends with at the time. And it was at the time where I remember it was like the, it was like rock bottom for me was when, you know, everything just hit, you know, me and my girlfriend broke up. 
cut off like those friends I was hanging out with at the time. You know, I stopped going out with everybody and kind of just dug myself in a hole and just said, Hey, I'm staying in this apartment until I figure my shit out. And that's what I did. That's kind of then like the moment of my life that just kind of escalated everything where I said, okay, well, I'm cutting everything off and focusing on one thing. And that one thing was social media marketing because I knew how to sell. And I told myself, well, as long as I just stick to one thing, I know how to sell. So whether I know how to get the results or not, I can go out there and sell it. And that's exactly what I did. Like two weeks later, I went out, um, signed a couple of deals and got my, got myself back on my feet. Yeah. And it's crazy that you almost have to dig yourself into a hole to realize that it's time to get out of this hole. 100% man. A lot of times, and I, I tell a lot of people this, it's like, if you're not making moves, you got to go to that rock bottom just to figure out where it is and how it is that you're going to get out of there. It's almost like you have to have a taste of it to realize that this is not what you want. Yeah, 100%. Because, you know, going along with that, like me and my wife, which this is kind of unorthodox, but we combined our finances before we got married. And I think every couple should do this because finances are one of the leading causes of divorce. And you just need to be on track together because, I mean, this is your lifelong partner. So we combined our finances. We thought we're going to get out of debt. We're going to commit to a plan. Well, we didn't commit to a plan. We just followed a plan and we were throwing money places. We bought season tickets to the Tennessee Titans, just throwing money everywhere. And finally, we realized like we've got to get out of this hole. We had $200 to our name and this is with two incomes. And it's like, what are we doing? You know, and you know, we, we still are making some bad decisions. We got married. And then, you know, a month ago when I started this podcast, I was like, something's got to give. You know, there's more to life than living paycheck to paycheck and wondering, like, I can't wait for my next vacation. I can't wait until I can afford this. I, I just feel like there's so much more out there to see and to experience. But like you said, you just got to chase it. You got to hit rock bottom to realize that this is not where I want to be. Yeah, 100%, man. And I mean, you got to like, just go there and realize like, this isn't the life for me. And that's what I told myself. I remember sitting there, dude, I was... I was literally about to give up everything and about to go join the corporate world, which I swore I never wanted to do. And it hit me. It's like, okay, well, either I'm going to have to get my shit together or I'm going to have to go do what I don't want to do. And I think when I had like, that breaking moment, it was like, okay, well, now I'm going to do whatever it takes to get what I want was kind of like one of the breakthroughs of my life. Right. That's awesome, man. So what does financial freedom mean to you now that you're in this state of success? You know, you're living in San Diego you're doing all these things, you're making all these moves, but obviously your version of financial freedom has shifted from hitting rock bottom to now. Yeah, 100%. And it's actually funny to ask that because um, Ravi, my roommate, we usually wake up and go to the gym, you know, like six, six o'clock every morning. And today we woke up and it was like eight o'clock because we were hanging out with some girls last night and it was a later night, but we woke up today. It was like eight o'clock and we looked at each other like, dude, like, this isn't part of our normal schedule. And we thought we're like, well, you know, that's the best part about being our own boss and being free is that it doesn't matter. Like if we want to stop whatever we're doing in the middle of the day to go to the gym or go to the baseball game down the street, like we can. And I think that's really what, at least for me, what financial freedom means is just being free in every area of your life, being your own boss and never having to answer to somebody else. Like for example, like if I want to go do something like, right now, I'm going to go do that. And I think that, at least for me, is 
the number one reward out of anything with this and always motivates me to do more and do better every single day. Yeah. When I interviewed Ravi, he said that financial freedom is almost like a three-step process. You got financial freedom, you've got time freedom, you've got location freedom. And being an entrepreneur in y'all's space, you can achieve all three pretty easily. Whereas when you're in the corporate world, you lose the time and location freedom aspects. Yeah, I agree. And even if you are in the um, corporate world and you're listening to this, go check out the four hour work week from Tim Ferriss. He talks about easy way. I mean, I don't want to say easy way, but another way to kind of supplement your way to get more freedom in your own job and eventually, you know, quitting to do your own thing if that's what you want to do. But yeah, man, I mean, it's financial freedom is just, it's, it's just having control of your own life is yeah. what I'd like to say. And that's, that's kind of what I've always been after. Yeah. And guys, for those of you listening out there, like Justin is a testament to this living a life that you could just dream of when you were a kid or in college and you have the financial freedom, the time freedom, the location freedom, like that's possible. And I hope my interviews with these people are showing that, that like they are doing what I'm aspiring to do. You just got to put in the work together and you got to realize that it's not going to be easy. And like we touched on before, Justin, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Yeah, man. I think that's another thing where a lot of people screw up on. And I'm a very straightforward person. So everybody listening to this, I'm just going to tell you straight up, like, this isn't for everybody. Like, if you're not willing to put in the work, you're never going to get to the point where you want. Like, it's the reason 99% of people don't do this is because it's hard. It's hard to do. You know, it's mentally hard to do. But the reward, the freedom is worth every single thing. So like you said, if you can restructure your brain to see it as a marathon instead of an overnight success, kind of like what I did when I first got started was thinking it was an overnight success. That's not the case. You have to rewire your brain and really, really focus on the fact that, yes, this is going to take time. I'm building an actual business myself. I'm going to start employing people. Like you're building something that majority of people in this world cannot do. Right. And it's the phrase you work 80 hours a week for yourself. So you avoid working 40 hours a week for someone else. 100% man. And that's the other thing, like what we're doing here. And I mean, everybody at some point in their business, like what I'm doing with my business is I'm trying to automate everything. So like, for example, me and my roommates, we went snowboarding. It was like in June um, up in Mammoth Lakes in California. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but it was, it was so cool because we had all these systems and processes in place where, you know, like our businesses still run, even if we're not looking at a computer 24 seven. So that's kind of like the end goal, at least for me is like being able to fully fire myself from this agency and still have it perform a hundred percent on autopilot. And you and Jeff and Ravi have something you keep posting on social media, 500 K hard. What is that? 500 K hard is a challenge of, Basically, we all we all have our own little challenges in this thing. But one of them is like, so you set a goal, right? Like, let's say you wanted to make 500k is your goal, right? You don't do anything, you know, like you you, you don't you, you sacrifice until you get there, basically, like, I mean, you're not going to go out, you're not going to go party, you're, you're going to be 100% focused on what it is that goal that you're doing. And you're not going to stop until you get there. Is that is that similar to Andy Frisella's 75 hard? Yeah, it's kind of based off that actually, um, you know, the gallon of water is definitely included in that as well. Sticking to a diet, doing two day workouts. So it's kind of based off Andy's um, challenge, which if you guys are listening to this and have not heard that, or, you know, I highly encourage you to get a challenge going because 
Discipline is what makes or breaks you as a person and your business. And once you can get small little areas of discipline in your life, it goes a long way. Yeah. And I actually just interviewed an individual by the name of Ryan Vett and he had a phrase, discipline yourself or you will be disciplined. So basically if you're not disciplined in every area of your life, then an external force is going to discipline you and it's going to be way worse. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's, I couldn't agree more. So let's shift gears here. Cause I know that, you know, with any amount of success, there is still financial concerns, financial issues and stress because what they say is more money, more problems. So at your level of success right now in your businesses, what is your biggest financial concern? Ooh, I think that's very interesting that you brought that up because I was actually just talking to um, one of my business partners today about this is, you know, there's always going to be bigger issues in whatever you're doing. And I remember sitting in that, that apartment that I lived in, which by the way, it was, it was unfurnished. Like it was, it was a, it was like a, an apartment where you would imagine someone that literally had no money that was living in basically like it was, it was good to get started, but like looking back on it, it's like, I can't believe I ever lived there. But anyways, I remember sitting there. I'm like, dude, if I can just get one client or two clients, like I would feel so good about myself. I'd feel on top of the world. And I'm sitting here literally earlier today. I'm like, dude, I mean, I got like nine clients in the past month and I still feel kind of like that same as I did before. And it got me thinking, I'm like, why is that? And it's just because, you know, whatever people, whenever someone tells you, like wherever you're at in your life, you're there, you're always going to have problems. And the only way to realize that you're moving forward is to have bigger problems. Does that make sense? Yeah. That makes a lot of sense because something I say a lot on my show is, yeah, I'm chasing financial freedom, my own version of it. But contradictory to that is I don't think you ever really reach financial freedom. And I'll explain why. Because what you just said, you in the past wanted one or two clients and you would have felt on top of the world. And now you just got nine clients in the last month and you still feel like you're wanting more, like you're stressing. Because I feel like once you have that goal, your own version of financial freedom, once you start to get close to it and you have this mindset like, I'm going to easily attain this goal, financial freedom then escalates to another level to where you start having these other goals in your head. Like once me and my wife pay off this debt, a month before, I'm going to have it planned out. Like I know we're going to pay off our debt in a month. What are my next goals? And I'm going to start chasing that instead of focusing on the debt now. Does that make sense? Yeah, man. And I always talk about that. If um, you guys are following me on Instagram on here, I always talk about getting to that next level. And that's, I mean, I, I truly believe that there's endless amounts of levels to this. So to kind of go off what you were saying about the whole financial freedom thing is, I think it's, you know, there's another level each time after it. So like, let's say, for example, you do finally reach that financial freedom point. Well, there's always going to be another level. Now you want more and then you want more and then you want more. And it just kind of depends on what you want as a person. I mean, as humans, we are not perfect, right? We're always seeking for something better. Mm -hmm. Even when we find that highest level that we can achieve, we're always going to want something better and more and more and more. So that's why, you know, I tell a lot of my students, I'm like, find something that you're really passionate about. Even if it's not your full-time job, do it as a side income or a side job or something like that. Like for me, social media marketing, that is my full-time job. But on my side is helping other people putting out content, you know, just putting out free value to help other people. Absolutely. And it's interesting you say that, like for me, I have a full-time job, I have a side job and I'm doing this, but this is what I'm passionate about is this podcast. And I want to blow this up. And the more and more I'm doing this, I mean, I am 
I released my first episode like a month ago and nice. the more people I'm interviewing, the more I'm doing outside of the interviewing space, like focusing on the business side. I just want more and more and more. Cause like you said, as human beings, there's always going to be a shinier object ahead of us that we want. And then once we get that object, it's just the next one. So I think too, along with the whole aspect that you never reach financial freedom, you almost have to have like two paths in your head. One that is always escalating your goals and going forward and pushing and pushing. But the other side is you have to stay focused on the path you started on. And you have to remember why you started in the first place. And like with you and your businesses, like even though you've escalated to having an enormous amount of clients, you're still on that path of you remember why you started this in the first place because you don't want to be in the corporate world and you operate way better working for yourself. Yeah, man. And that's kind of at the end of the day, that's what it all comes down to. At least for me is just knowing that each day, each and every day, I mean, even if I don't make it the best, as long as I can do something that will be like, hey, dude, Justin, like you did better today than you did yesterday. You know, as long as each and every single day you're moving that needle forward, I think you can call that a successful day. Absolutely. And I interviewed someone a few weeks ago and his, he coined an expression, progression, not perfection. I mean, everything you do, like you said, is not going to be perfect. Human beings are not perfect. But if you're constantly progressing forward and pushing yourself to be the best version of yourself day after day, then I think that's a win. Yeah, man. 100%. We'll go ahead and start wrapping up here. And I always like to end my shows with asking for a piece of advice. So as you know, this show is about financial freedom. It's about everybody's journey. And I've invited my audience on this journey with me because we're all on our own unique path. What would be your level of advice for people to begin their path to financial freedom today? I'd say the biggest, most single best piece of advice I could give anybody is to enjoy the process. Because kind of like what we've talked about on the majority of this podcast show is, you know, you're going to have a bunch of ups and downs. And at the time, you might feel like it's, it's like the end of the world. Or, you know, if you haven't gotten a client in a week or so or a month, you might feel like quitting or that everything's just going to fall to shit and nothing's going to work. But you've got to look at the longer term play. And it's kind of what you said earlier is you got to just realize that it's a marathon, not like a quick little lap around the school or anything like that. And I always, I always look back to like, um, just even like two or three years ago, like when I kind of first started on my own was just how, you know, how much has progressed was just since then. It's like, it's, it's crazy. It's a complete 180 of what happened, what I was like, what my life was like two or three years ago. So biggest advice, enjoy the process, have some fun in the time being as well. Guys, like Justin said, enjoy the process. And I'm going to add something along with that, Justin, deferred gratification. I think too many people want the gratification way too soon, but you've got to plan it out. When you set goals, set goals for six months, a year down the road and chase those goals. Don't set a goal to make a million dollars tomorrow because that's not going to happen. Okay. You got to be realistic, but you've got to enjoy the process of getting where you want to be. And I think that's huge in anybody's journey. I mean, not even the financial freedom journey. I mean, starting a business, going through school, anything is going to be tough. And you got to realize you got to put in the work for the whole entire marathon. It's not a hundred yard sprint. Justin, I appreciate your time, man. This has been really insightful and you've really given me a lot of knowledge on really what it takes, like in the beginning stages of an entrepreneur, because in all reality, 
you're not too far into this thing and you have a mindset that people usually don't attain until their 30s or their 40s. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. I mean, it's one of those things where it's just go, go, go mode and learning the process. Absolutely, man. So where can me and the listeners find you on social media? Yeah, man. So I'm most active. You guys can check me out on Instagram. My username is at Justin J Saunders and that's J spelt out J A Y. It's my middle name. Then you can also check me out on YouTube. I've been posting a lot of YouTube content on there as well. You can just go to youtube.com slash Justin Saunders and you should be able to find me. Um, you should find a bunch of stuff about social media marketing on there. Awesome, man. Well, guys, check out Justin on Instagram and YouTube, and you will find a lot of interesting content on how he has grown his businesses and the strategies he's using to continue to scale. Justin, thank you for your time. I appreciate it and keep hustling, man. I appreciate it, Brady. Thanks for listening, guys. I post episodes every Monday and Thursday, and those are available on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, or any other major podcasting platform. So listen to us there. Give us a follow on social media, Facebook and Instagram, and let us know what you thought of the episode. We'll catch you next time.